This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. So I want to uh, rant a little bit today. Oh, nice. Well, it'll be rant light. More, rant, more rant. just a, a complaint <laughs> that, um, that you know, when we write things on Chubster and put out articles, this is something that comes up, uh, you know, fairly regularly. Not, not all the time, but enough. Um, why is plus size clothing so expensive oh this is one of those things that yeah right. i think i might have heard that question you've maybe heard that i think i might have heard that before you know it's it's it is interesting because you know to me i feel like it's a i feel like it's kind of a no-brainer i feel like there are some obvious reasons but it might not be obvious to everybody mm-hmm. I, I think there you know if you aren't dealing with this stuff all the time and if you don't make clothing and if you don't have a small business yeah yeah you don't know so i thought what better time to talk about this than when I have a professional who deals with this on <laughs> Wait, a regular basis? Oh, do we have someone in the studio today? <laughs> yes, we're bringing in a guest. <laughs> oh, me, me, me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. So I, I thought maybe we could talk a little about this, uh, you know, and just kind of as uh, what it's like as customers, but also, you know, from from your perspective where you are making mm-hmm. a product and, and putting that out. Right. Uh, so... When people ask you this, why is clothing so expensive? Where do you start? Well, first, I don't. I honestly think for Bearskin, our product is like priced where our competition is priced. Sure. Like we're a, a premium brand underwear, so we're priced in the premium brand area. But also, like all the costs that go into that, like our, you know, our margin isn't this huge like the money that we're actually making off of each pair mm-hmm. isn't as big as people think. It's not like we're making the $24 off of every pair, you know, you're like, not riding around in your yacht making underwear. Well, no, no, I don't, I'm not making it. No, no, no yachts. No, no crazy escalade or whatever. Sure. No, none of that over here. So there's, uh, there's real, there's real cost. Behind. Yeah. There's lots of hidden costs that a lot of people don't think about besides the just, the cost of the fabric and the manufacturing and the the shipping and the the advertising to get you know get all those eyeballs on the underwear and you know mm-hmm. there's just there's so many little things and then you know the wear the cost at the warehouse and the boxes that they go out in and it's just like this never ending breakdown of <laughs> every dollar and penny of where that one pair of underwear costs this much to get to you, sure. you know, as a customer, right. There's just, and then the couple dollars maybe off of each pair that we get to kind of keep. And sure. Yeah. Taxes and yeah. So yeah. Quarterly so, taxes. Yay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a lot of different pieces to this that yeah. have to be paid for that have to come into, and especially as a smaller business, our, mm. bu- our uh, Oh wow. I just stumbled all over my words. Our buying power isn't as big because mm-hmm. we're not as big. We don't have as many customers as like, target or one of the big companies where they're buying, you know, millions of dollars worth of, you know, underwear, you know, we're not quite that large. So our starting costs are way bigger than that. Okay. Than theirs. Sure. So somebody like old Navy or target Mm -hmm. or whatever, they are buying at a larger scale and they're yeah, they're able to get their, their prices down because they're buying so much of it. Right. You know, they buy, 
you know, I don't know how many thousands or millions of pairs or sure. whatever, but that, and then they have bargaining power to get their prices lower. Right. Yeah. And they can get, you know, they get terms and, you know, all this, they get stuff with the banks and they can, you know, all kinds of stuff, but it, yeah. And, and it seems like some of those companies aren't necessarily making clothes that are specifically focused on this audience, exactly. which across the board, we're not seeing yeah. tons of right yeah. now. And there's a lot more actually that goes into designing for bigger bodies too. So mm-hmm. there's more fit issues that we deal with. There's more, you know, fabric things that we're trying to do to help with those fit issues and all that kind of stuff that the quote unquote straight sizes don't have to deal with, but, sure. you know, they just, you know, all the designers, they learn how to design on one b- body type. And then, so when we're trying to find designers mm-hmm. to do bigger sizes though, you know, there aren't that many, so it's hard to, hard to get that. Right. So really it seems like it's a case of the more you sell, mm-hmm. the easier it is to negotiate and bring down prices mm-hmm. if that's your thing. Yeah. And, and be uh, able to offer more options, you know, like, sure. Yeah. And there, and there are definitely <clears throat> different types of, uh, brands. Like you were saying, you know, Bearskin is a, a luxury underwear company mm-hmm. compared to, uh, you know, if you're looking at old Navy compared to, I don't know, Ralph Lauren, mm-hmm. there's a big difference. Yeah. And even price, just the, yeah, the price, but quality. it's also the quality, mm-hmm. the fabrics that they use. Yeah. It's so, I mean, it's a, there's so many differences between what would be at, you know, I, I know we're picking on old Navy, but you know, the kind of the, <laughs> right. The fast fashion kind of stuff that, you know, they're just pumping it out and just getting as much out there as they can. Sure. Where Ralph Lauren is like, you know, they have their just a few items that they've, but they've got all the detail and the mm-hmm. fabrics and the, you know, all that stuff. That's just, you know, high quality stuff. So sure. That, that obviously costs more, but it doesn't necessarily translate to just because it's a, you know, a plus size company, Mm -hmm. we charge more, right? Like we're not, you're not charging, we're not doing this to make, you know, we're not charging what we're charging to make all this money. Sure. Like, yeah, we are a company. We, we want to make money. Got to pay the bills. Yeah. We have bills to pay, but we're not pricing it so high that we're raking, you know, just raking in the money, you Mm -hmm. know, we're, you know, priced where our competition's at and, you know, I think that there are, you know, we hear these complaints more in the plus size community or in these markets because there are less options. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are absolutely people who are wearing straight sizes that are uh, complaining about, you know, I'm not going to pay $95 for a t-shirt, yeah, yeah. you know, wh- whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm with them. I would not pay $95 <laughs> for a t-shirt. It, if it had a, no, I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe no, depends on what's either, on it. No. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, I think that the lack of options is a big thing. And, you know, thinking about why people are complaining um, you know, one of the things that that you can look at historically is that there haven't been a lot of options for bigger people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as far as fast fashion goes yeah. and those prices and the playing field isn't level. So I think a lot of the complaints that we're seeing are because of that. There are people who, uh, you know, they want those things and I can and, and I can see that and we should have those things, but we should have everything. We should be able to find 
you know, big and tall or plus size uh, luxury products. We yeah. should be able to find the high there end be, stuff. Yeah, there should be the the same options. You can right. have the fast fashion, lower priced items, and you can have the luxury items. Definitely. But they shouldn't, like we've been saying, they shouldn't be priced more just because they're bigger. Right. Like there's a lot of sites that are charging a premium for the plus sizes. Like, and I don't, I don't. At Bearskin, we kind of made a conscious effort not to price the larger sizes higher. Sure. Because I... The fat tax. Yeah, the fat yeah. tax. Yeah. yeah. We didn't want to do that. We made it, you know, they do cost us more, mm-hmm. you know, to produce, but we make up for it on the smaller sizes because, you know, we make a little bit more on the smaller ones than we do on the bigger ones. So it, sure. it's, we priced it where we know it's all going to be kind of even. Okay. And that's what I don't seem to understand why other brands, their bigger brands, they understand that stuff. You know, why are they charging more just cause they can, right. Or are they trying to just stick it to them? You know, like we don't really want you to wear our clothes, so we're going to price it higher. And then we're going to sure. say, well, it doesn't sell well, so we're not going to carry it. You know, like I don't, right. That's kind of where I feel there is, there's so much thought that is not put into how to launch a plus size line or a plus <laughs> right. size brand. And companies have such a backwards idea of uh, what people want. And they are afraid to, I mean, we've talked about this before. Yeah. They're afraid to branch out into that. So mm-hmm. I, I think that works against us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, should we take a break and open our beer? Oh yes. I think I need a beer talking about this. What is this? What did you, what is this brewery again? This is Ninkasi brewing company. Ninkasi. Yes. Which, uh, a semi-local beer, uh, Eugene, you, Oh, I love Eugene. Yes. So made in the shade, made in the shade in M A I D E N made in. Yes. And this is their summer IPA. Um, they, they normally have, uh, most of their beers are a little, a little heavier on flavor on flavor. Yeah. Like, so this says bold and drinkable. Well, okay. I hope it's drinkable. Yes. The summer IPA captures an impressively balanced hop complexity, an adventurous hop bouquet of eight select varieties is complemented by the use of flaked barley to create a beer that is as robust as it is easy to sip. It is 6.8%, wow. if anyone cares about uh, that. The alcohol? Yeah, right. Uh, 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 Let's try it and find out. Oh. Mm. So, so, no. No? <laughs> that is uh, well. real hoppy. And this is this is one of their... Yeah, one of their... Here he goes, tech guys. <laughs> handing not, it off to the, the not, judges. Yes. Yeah. That is not my cup of tea. That yeah. is a lot. It's that is your, what did it say? Is something your, hoppy? Yeah, no. your bottle of beer. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, it, I feel like it's it's hoppy, but it's clean uh, at the at the end. It definitely has that bitterness that kind of stays a, with you. A bite. Yeah. Uh, note that I'm trying to describe these better. Yes, I, I appreciate that. That moving forward, I'm working on bitey. This. Um, I've been. Uh, Listening to uh, uh, beer professionals <laughs> talk about their beers, yeah. and I've been like, okay, well, I can do some of that. Yeah, you know, it has the light, light uh, aroma of French can fries. Can I try that up just a little bit again? Mm. I want to try to see what else. What I, I get over the shock of the hop. Yeah, I, I like it. It is. It definitely tastes like a summery beer. I would. Um, it's got the summery flavors, but way too much hop for me. Yeah, dandelion. 
a dandelion it's got finish. Kind of weed, oh. weedy. Hmm. Not like marijuana weed, yeah. but weeds. Yeah, you know my my palate is not that refined, so I'm just gonna say that it starts off light. <laughs> it gets a little bitter uh, in the middle. It kind of gives you a break. And mm-hmm. uh, haven't you ever smooth? Have you rolled around in the grass? You like smell the dandelions? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's is that kind of has a. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying now to smell it and see, and I, I got nothing. Yeah. But I do like this beer, and I would probably, uh, I would drink. Well, I would certainly drink more. Yes. But um, Ninkasi Brewing Company. Thanks, Ninkasi. Made in the shade. Sorry, I maiden the m- shade. Maiden. Yep. Maiden the shade. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We uh, we need. Um, I'd like to start getting Excuse recommendations me. from uh, listeners on what beers we should be trying yes different regions because we're here in the pacific northwest so yeah we have a lot of access to the you know beers on this coast mm-hmm. and you know generally beers everywhere but it would be cool to see what other people are into what they like and uh, get some ideas based off of that so uh <laughs> yeah oh you gotta wash it down with uh I'm getting a lot of after aftertaste of that. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Stick, sticking with you. What? So what are your, what's your preferred type of beer? Um, I like uh, Pilsners, mm-hmm. lagers. Um, I enjoy porters and stouts. Nice. Um, I'm just not hoppy. I don't like sure hops. Yeah. I like. Um, so anything else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but I'm willing to try it. Well, good. Good. I think that's the, you know, that's the important mm-hmm. thing. You're willing to give it a try. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like, uh, I'm pretty equal opportunity. I'm usually, uh, less of like a, I don't like coffee beer, whatever, okay, yeah. you know, um, uh, but I'm, I'm pretty open. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of a Kolsch. Yeah. Which I some feel of those, like is, some of those are all right. Yeah. Um, I don't like warm beer. No. I'm not a big, I'm generally not a big, you know what? I, there is actually, there is a, a warm beer that I, or a beer that I enjoy drinking warm. Okay. I guess and it we'll is have called, to try that one. Yes. I'm going to have to find it because I'm going to butcher, I'm going to butcher the name. Yeah, this we'll, actually we'll do it on another episode. And it's then like can... Mr. Jones's apartment or something. Mr. Mr. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, an English beer. Okay. It's great. Well, I maybe crave we'll it. wait for a winter episode for that. As far so I'm being asked why not coffee beer and uh, I don't like the I don't know it's just the kind of this there's a rough darkness about coffee beer mm-hmm. that uh, that pushes me away from it that yeah. turns me off I now, now that said I will drink heavy dark <clears throat> beers I'm just it's not it, not didn't we, what didn't I we love. do a coffee beer. Yeah, and that and that was good, and I, and I like it good. when they're. I like them to be a little bit smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can. I like that. I just, um, man, there's a beer that I had that was a dark beer that was phenomenal. I want to say it's from Surly Brewing Company. Surly's uh, in Minnesota. Yes, Woo-hoo. yes, they have an amazing brewery yeah. tap house, and they have you definitely it? check that there out. There's a dark beer that they, they have they some make. great bench seating. Yeah. In there. So you've been there. I've been there nice, many times. Nice. Yes. Surly. So Woo. Surly makes, there is a dark beer that, that, uh, my buddy and I had a special order a few years ago. Oh, they have crazy names. I can't remember. Yeah. And this was them. like, it was a special edition. <laughs> dark and Surly. Yeah. There was some, I don't even remember what it was, but it was furious. It wasn't furious. No, but it was furious something isn't like dark. That. It was something like that, but it was like a very high rated beloved Anyways, um, yeah. beer. I can talk about beer for the rest of the yeah. podcast, but that's not why we're here. No. Well, mostly. Little, yeah. We're here we're for not here. some of the beer. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so I did find a little statistic. It says as of okay. 2014, the average American male waste is a 40, a 40 yeah. as of 2014, according to the CDC. Sure. At least a 40. Yeah. But clothes aren't being but made people, for. We aren't making clothes for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, you know, one of the things that, that uh, we were kind of getting into before we opened the beer was that um, uh, there should be luxury options for people because mm-hmm. because this audience is also looking for that. And, you know, through partnerships and different things that we do on Chubster, we do see people buying those things. Oh yeah. I've seen people buy. Well, yeah. I want something that's going to last. Like totally. a, you know, you pay a little bit more for the quality and I'd be fine with that. And I've seen people buy the $3,000 trench coat or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, spend, uh, you know, a few thousand dollars on an order of clothing. You know, yeah. they, they are, there are people who want to do that and we should have that. And this really comes down to having options that run the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of the frustration is because we certainly hear more people who are like, you know, I'm looking for stylish, inexpensive clothing, which of course, yeah. you know, but well, we also, every day, yeah. right. But, but we also have people who are looking for higher end and <coughs> they are asking for those things. They want that stuff yeah, and they're just, absolutely. they aren't finding it. So mm-hmm. we need more <clears throat> is what it really comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I would like to see that. And I feel like we're, we're heading in the right direction, you know? It's good to see different options. So I also think um, because there aren't so many options that um, the community might be a little bit more price sensitive because, you know, we're not used to getting luxury stuff or great stuff. So when they do come along, we have a harder I have a harder time paying higher prices because I'm like, well, totally. Or I'm like, well, you know, I still have this stack of jeans that are, you know, 30 something waist that I'm never going to get back to. And I, it's, I'm fine with that. Right. But they're still in my closet for that chance. I might somehow become a teenager again and fit into them. And you paid for them. And And I paid for them. That's the thing. I paid good money for them. Right. So it's hard to let go of those things. I think. Is there like a weird psychological, these, you know, we get this bombardment of we're not worthy Mm -hmm. thing basically from media and movies and whatever. Is there like some weird thing that, well, I'm not worthy. So why would I pay that, you know, $90 for a t-shirt or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Is there like something like that that's going on that we don't even know about a kind of subconscious level? I was going to say unconscious level. Unconscious. unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> like I think about that sometimes afterwards and I'm like, Oh, why was I so upset about the price of that or whatever? Sure. We, when we don't have those options, uh, even getting something like that doesn't necessarily feel right. And mm-hmm. it takes a little time to adjust to that. Mm-hmm. And we're still so early in all of this from a, you know, plus size, especially plus size men's clothing from that perspective that there, there are so few options that seeing something like that is, it's difficult to, Mm -hmm. to process. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about the other day. I don't know where I was shopping and I'm like, what? I can't. Right. I'm not going to do that. I'm not spending that. Yeah. You know, I, I was like that for so long and I still am with most things, but, uh, sometimes I'll find something and, I, and I'll, uh, you know, drop the money on it. I bought a, bear, a pair of jeans a few years ago mm-hmm. uh, that uh, 
were, I want to say they were like two hundred twenty-five dollars, mm-hmm. and I absolutely would never, <laughs> never have done that. But my wife was with me, and she's like, "You know what? You would never do this. They fit you. Get they look them. great on you. Yeah, you will wear them. Yeah, get them. <clears throat> yeah." And so I did. And no, it's not something I'm doing every month. It's not no. something I'm doing every year. You yeah, know. Yeah. But I got but those they, jeans. How long have they lasted, though? They, well, I I still have them. Yeah. I cannot wear them anymore because Uh-oh. they've been blown out and oh, okay. torn up. But, God, they still look so good. <laughs> They're good for mowing the lawn now is oh, about okay. where I'm at. So if I want to look stylish, if I want to look fly when I'm mowing mm-hmm. the lawn, that's what I put on. So when uh, we got to come over when you're mowing the lawn to see <laughs> yes. Bruce in some fly jeans. Catch me when I'm weed eating, and, yeah, you'll, you'll appreciate it. <laughs> you, your $200 jeans are the jeans you weed... So mow the lawn. So, in? so here's. So, so <laughs> wait a minute. When, you know when you when you say it like that, it sounds like a weird thing. So here's the thing: is that when I started with them, they were the holy grail, and I mean, I took them out and I would wear them, and I mean, everything. It was wonderful. There mm-hmm. were photos. You of didn't plenty. eat while you were wearing them. No, you no. didn't want to spill on them. I was very, very yeah, careful. I know. With them. I know. Yeah. 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 And uh, you know, over time, as I wore them more, they, uh, you know, they started to fall apart. Oh, okay. As but they I, would for because, years, though. Yes, years. Okay. Years. It wasn't like I was. I was getting my use out okay, of them. Okay. Good. This good, was. Good. This I was just me. To make sure. This was me putting the work in mm-hmm. to uh, make sure that, that I got my they money. got the real lived-in look. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, uh, and then I even patched them. Nice. You know, and so I, I got another probably year out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, finally got to the point where uh, no patch was going to fix what was happening here. So, uh, <laughs> they stayed in my closet because I couldn't Just let it go. Them, yeah. I couldn't get rid of them. You know, I had paid this money for them. They still look great. Uh so, Can I ask where the hole is? Is it in the crotch area? Oh, it is in the I, crotch. That's what yes. I thought. I'm like, yeah. that's where my jeans always yeah. Yeah, they're, split. Or they're well out. ventilated, I can oh, tell you that. that's perfect for mowing the lawn. Yeah, so finally I was like, well, what can I do with these? Because, uh, you know, every so often I try to go through my closet and get rid of things mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, sell stuff, give it to Goodwill, whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. and I found them and I just haven't been able to let them go. So I thought, okay, when I work around the house or I'm, you know. Yeah, I have a couple of pairs of jeans Whenever you're doing weird right. household things, you're like, well, these still fit. They're just not appropriate for going outside in. Right. And high fashion life. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is high fashion. This is what it's all about. The lawn in $200 jeans and <laughs> scrubbing yep. the toilet and your yeah. $90 t-shirts. Totally. And- totally. And I mean, they're blown out in the crotch, but let me, let me <laughs> clarify that uh, my balls aren't hanging out or anything. This is not, this oh, is not that, oh, oh, you know, I mean, well, because I'm wearing underwear, wearing the bearskin underwear yes, that are, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything's where it should be. Oh, I thought and, it was a whole different sort of yeah, mowing would, the lawn type I, of situation going on there. I, I can't do that to the neighbors. <laughs> They, they didn't ask for this. So well, maybe they did. I don't, no, I'm just kidding. So, so I, yeah. So, I mean, I, I hold on to them now. Uh, I should probably look at buying another pair because I love them so much. They fit me so well. They look great. Do you want to share what the, do you remember what the brand is? Or? Sure. Uh, yeah, it is, uh, AG, AG jeans. And I got them at Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, years ago, the AG graduate. Oh, so they are, they have a tapered leg, uh, is that a they still carry? I believe so. <clears throat> I believe so. Um, AG jeans graduate. Yeah. yeah the AG graduate. Um, I have to check that out. Yeah. And I, and, uh, I wear Levi's. That's all I ever, 
So these uh, these came out around the time that uh, that all these companies started putting like stretch into mm-hmm. their jeans, and um, sometimes that's good, sometimes it's not. It is because I'm, I'm currently wearing a pair of stretchy shorts. Yeah, and they're like I if you wear them for like more than a couple of days in a row. They're like stretched out. Oh yeah, they don't. They don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like they're just like falling off. Yeah, like it, it felt. I was like, ooh, these are cool. And then after, like you put them on because they're not dirty. Right. I just wear them again, and then I'm like, oh, these are falling off me. Yeah, I have to had to when they were still able to be worn out in public. I <laughs> uh, had to wash them on uh, like high heat and yeah, you know, dry and shrink them and, back yeah, up. Shrink them back up. Uh, <clears throat> but it was worth it because man, they look good. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, you fine. Two hundred dollars. For a pair of jeans to treat yourself that are totally. going to give you that banging booty and mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So is that, is that the right term? Banging booty. Bangin That's booty. what it is today. <laughs> is that <laughs> what the kids are saying? We're, ta- we're talking lawn mowing and banging booties on whoa, 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 whoa. this episode. Of- <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I, I am writing this down because banging uh, booty. We're, we're bringing banging booties back okay. somehow. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, it, it, I feel like it was absolutely worth it. Mm-hmm. So, and they lasted, they were quality, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't think that they would fit. They don't have the greatest size range. You know, I'm a 44 or 46 mm-hmm. generally. Uh, these are a 42, but they stretch. Uh, and I'm not saying that like these are a 42 and I stretched myself into them. <laughs> like they, the way that they fit worked yeah for me so oh, yeah yeah we yeah. talked about weird sizing totally every brand yeah 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 so uh, <clears throat> absolutely worth it so yeah i guess we answered a little bit about <laughs> yeah what's the moral why, of the story why here? plus size brands more expensive not all of them are right absolutely um but yeah sometimes there's weird hidden fees that you don't think about all the time yeah there are luxury brands out there that have great stuff mm mm-hmm. mhm and you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it is worth it. I think you know when you're a small business, uh, you need support, mm-hmm. you need love, you need you know you need people who are uh, willing to buy your product. And um, I don't think that uh, anybody is saying that you should go out and you know spend money you don't have no. on things. Yeah. But um, we got to start somewhere. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where yeah, we're at. Support the brands that are out there trying to trying to change it, trying right. to get more clothes out there for you. The more There's lots you, of brands out there. Right, right. And the more that you support <clears throat> that you support these brands, uh, the more options you're going to see. Yeah. That's what we want. You buy, start buying more clothes, there'll be more clothes for you to buy. Definitely. There'll be companies will see that there's money there. Yeah. Without a doubt. All right, well. I hope this helped. It helped. It helped me. It felt good. Good. Felt good to me, too. I haven't uh, told anybody about the lawnmower pants. It's it's great. I'm coming over to see what that's about. Perfect. We need to get a a photo now. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast.